0: Everybody. Welcome back to the Punk Tide Dad podcast, number 88, Double Snowmans. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts Tom Trauma, of course, and speaking of snowman, yes. hi Neil, how you doing?
1: Uh yeah, it's been a it's been a snowy day. Let's let's put it that way. It's uh how about you? Did you guys get hit?
0: A little bit. It's funny, you know, in our old man punk group, somebody said, "All old punks want to talk about is punk rock and and the weather." Or the weather. And I'm like, "Well, why can't it be both?"
1: Well, and, you right, know, we talk about and with COVID, there isn't much else to talk about these yes. days anyway, right? So, you know, but, but we, uh,
0: yeah, we, we got some, we didn't really get buried or anything, but uh, we didn't get enough that I feel like going out and shoveling it.
1: Oh, yeah. It's just, less than two. Weeks. I spent 45 minutes shoveling this morning. Uh, we got, let's see, Monday night into Tuesday, we got four inches. No big deal. That's easy to deal with, right? That's but then, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but then last night we got uh six to we got about six there was they were saying nine but we ended up getting about six but you know on top of the stuff that was already on the ground it was uh my car is pretty much snowed in so i was out shoveling for about 45 minutes this morning are you
0: guys like you guys like because you park on the street is it like odd even parking there like one day at the park on one side one day at the park on the others for the plows or they just plow you right in
1: it is uh they plow you right in anyway But uh, they do it mainly for the the parking, I believe, so they can clear out one side of the street, so one side of the street is clear. That's why they
0: do it, but I can't imagine.
1: If there's not enough spots, what do you do, you know? Right. Oh, oh, they give me tickets is what they do, because I've gotten a bunch Ah, of those before in in past past winters. Today, they plowed up the middle of the street. They didn't put the siren on, which normally means that the odd-even parking is, is, is in effect. So they didn't do that today, which was weird. So... Maybe because it was so much and there's people just parked everywhere, right? But uh anyway, so yeah, forty five forty five minutes out Sunday. there.
0: What's it? It's Sunday. nobody knows what day it is normally we record, but it happens to be Sunday afternoon right now. Yep. But I heard the I heard the scraping of the blade about seven AM this morning. So Yep. That's pretty excellent. Yeah, the snow All I could think...
1: We had the snow blowers out at six thirty, the guys with their fancy ass snow blowers, Uh-oh. right? I bet you have one, don't That's... you? I don't
0: actually, but oh. I've
1: always had teenage boys.
2: <laughs> that's, that's what, my that's what I heard about t- you. <laughs> oh, boy.
0: Uh, <laughs> that's funny. We obviously were having a conversation before we started recording, and we our conversation before we started recording was pretty lively. I'm like, I wonder if we can keep that going.
1: Yes, I'm sure Let's, we,
0: can. I'm sure we can. But, yes, yes, I've always had teenage boys, you know. I still have one at home. <laughs> um, so, you know, I was like, I grew up in a house where, like, Dad made us do slave labor, so I sort of continued that. Process of making my boys do my slave labor for me, but yeah, it won't be long now, and I will buy myself a nice big old snowblower. Well, I have a
1: big driveway. Well, you have a plow, though, right? Don't you do the plowing for the for your work and stuff?
0: Well, it's funny because I was I heard I say I heard the blade at seven a.m. That's me for the next two weeks. So the next couple of episodes, at least probably, are just going to be just the two of us, buddy, getting closer all the time.
1: And that's because you're so, on coal, right? So you can't we can't book a gas station.
0: I probably will be doing a lot of plowing. Which, if we're being honest it's all overtime it's not the hardest work i mean by the time you're done you're just you're practically like sitting there in your shirt sleeves because the truck gets so hot you know right. you're just but it's it's a little tedious and on those days where the snow just keeps coming and coming and coming it's just like uh i don't know feels sort of pointless but you know time and a half what are you gonna
1: do yeah it was i mean I, okay so i i'd shoveled this morning and then of course there was some dickheads
0: it's and just did you do the sidewalk in front of your place or what?
1: Someone had already done the sidewalk in front of the place, uh. So I was just digging my car out. Which Next, you know, that guy gets
0: up at like six a.m. He's like, "Oh, time to go do the sidewalk for everybody."
1: Well, we actually had a we actually we actually had right. a skokie a, a a skokie streets and sanitation plow go up go up the sidewalk on both sides, which was nice.
0: Plows, yeah, those are cool. They usually yeah. have like the big. Be around him. It's probably like eighty degrees in there. It's like so.
1: What I was going to say was, some dick across the street. He must have hired some private because he has a little driveway. He must have hired some private guy. So the private guy came out with his little plow on the front of his truck, and he plowed their driveway. But in doing so, he completely covered the sidewalk, right? Like like up to about four feet. But then the cool thing was, but then (laughs) the stupid asshole, right? I'm yelling out the window at him. But then the cool thing was, five minutes later, the Skokie guy came down and, uh, and did the sidewalk and put all the snow right back in the driveway again. So that made me happy. That made my day. Snow pump. Yep. So, snow anyway. anger.
0: Enough weather, enough weather talk. We're definitely showing our age when we talk about weather that long. Well, there you go.
1: That's what we so, do. So
0: it's funny because it's super cold here, too. <laughs> I'm still talking about weather. <laughs> so we actually... One of the th- one of the big things going on in our state right now, and we're one of only three states that are still locked down on our winter sports. Oh, the governor has okay. decided the winter sports still can't play, so we actually my son and I and my friend Scott, who you know, and his son, who runs track, and my son who wrestles, we uh, actually went to a political rally in Lansing yesterday to try to convince the governor to open up winter sports, okay. I don't know if it was, it was interesting, you know, because I I want my my kids to be politically engaged. I don't know that it'll actually do any good, but it was really good. It was organized by mostly students. And, you know, our Congress, like every state, is mostly like these old white guys, right? And our governor is super good at ignoring them. But you get a bunch of kids' faces on the news and stuff. I think it, you know, kind of pulls at the voters' heartstrings a little more. And the fact of the matter is, there was more than 2,000 kids there, and a lot of them will be able to vote next cycle, you know?
1: Yeah, it's true. So You ignore them at your own peril. The governor that you have, she's a Democrat, right? Yes. And did she win by a lot, or was it pretty close? Um, I think
0: it was fairly close. We had a Republican before that, a very moderate Republican. Um, but Michigan is probably not going to go back red anytime soon. They did go red for Trump in 2016, but we're a... We're definitely more of a liberal state. I mean, not like Illinois liberal, but we're pretty, pretty liberal state as a rule. Um, But she's, I, I think she's kind of in over her head. A lot of people really like her, but I don't like her totalitarian, never, you know, she kind of strings you along. She swears that everything's based on science, but refuses to release any tricks as far as what's the next step towards reopening or what numbers we need to meet and it's just all if it's science it's definitely voodoo science or as i constantly refer to secret science right like we we won't share them with you it's just in you know we're one of three states that dine ins not open there's a lot of a lot of things going on and the bottom line is i know a lot of people are going to say well that's a silly thing to protest kids sports right because obviously there's bigger problems in the world than whether or not my kid can wrestle or whatever but i also know that kids around here are really struggling with a lot of mental health stuff oh sure yeah a handful of kids that i know of personally have killed themselves i mean it sucks right and uh the fact of the matter is i'm an ad you know i got i'm an advocate for my kids and i haven't always been a great advocate for my kids but that's my top priority so yeah we went we went to lansing for this so it was kind of interesting my biggest bummer was that because I had other people with me, I didn't get to go to Flat Black and Circular, which is my favorite record store over there in East Lansing. Because nobody else was interested, and you know, I don't think they want to sit in the car. So, I might make a separate <laughs> trip over in a couple of weeks. Cause you, should you should have made it. You should have made it anyway. Demon. Well, if it <laughs> would have been, been just my son, he, yeah. he knows. Okay. You know, but I, I didn't want to make Scott his son sit in the car or or whatever. And it was yeah, his hear, son's yeah. birthday. Yeah. Blah blah blah. But anyway, it was. So it was it was kind of interesting. Hmm. And, uh, you know, anyway, so and I know a lot of people have a lot of different feelings about this, this stuff. And I'm not claiming to know it all, but I think we can I think all this stuff can be done safely and other states have proven that it can be done safely. So open up, you tyrant. Well, anyway. it
1: It is it is funny that you mentioned the um, Illinois governor or whatever. But yeah, our restaurants did actually open back up for indoor dining a week ago. So, you know, limited capacity, obviously, like, I think 25% or something like that.
0: But restaurant here will pretty much tell you is not viable,
1: right? right but I, I think they you know yeah. they obviously fudge those numbers right they'll be like well we could we could fit 200 people in here if they were all standing so we're around 50 in here right well, so you know,
0: they, around us the thing that's popped up are these bubbles have you seen these these little igloo things it makes absolutely no sense does it because i mean there's no air in there right that has to be more dangerous than meeting in somebody's garage or something <laughs> right I mean, right it's crazy. yep it it and I haven't actually eaten in one. Not that I would be opposed to it under the right circumstances, but they're always booked up. And it's like some of them here, you actually have to pay for the bubble itself, and then your food and all that on top of it. I'm like, oh man, yeah. So anyway, re- restaurants are going to reopen tomorrow, Monday, the first of February. Oh, that's good. <clears throat> It'll probably be two weeks later by the time you guys hear this, it will probably be shut down again. But um, the uh, I am the fact of the matter is I'm I am on call for work for the next two weeks, so it's probably going to be at least that before I go back out to one. Much to my wife's chagrin. I know she would love to love for me to take her out. But we, we've done some of the outdoor dining stuff and we've done not, not the bubble, but we actually went to this brewery where they had these heaters up all over the place and you know after like an hour and a half your feet get really cold and you want to go home. But it was cool play cards with some friends and stuff. So
1: playing cards with gloves on? That must have been fun.
0: No, <laughs> it, because they had these portable heaters and stuff, you know it's yeah. I don't yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it's funny. It's funny because I didn't really mean to take it around to the restaurants. I mean, like most fat Americans, we celebrate all life milestones at restaurants. You know, or of no, it's, you know, when we went, when we went to that thing yesterday, it was like my son was kind of waffling on whether to go. He's like, "Man, if we could go to lunch, it would be a lot better." And I'm like, "You're right. You know, if we could just stop and have lunch and hit one of because the- there's a few places in Lansing I like. I used to work over there, but we ended up eating, you know, Popeyes in the car.
1: If, did you get a Popeye's Which, chicken
0: sandwich? Spicy chicken sandwich. It's first time I've actually ever had one. So wow, good, was right? That good. Yeah, so good. The breading is like that, like that really crunchy breading from Long John Silver's or something. Yep. It's almost like a like fish batter. Or something. oh man, was that good? I mean, that thing's got I had to take fifteen minutes off my life, but it was super <laughs> good. But it was the last fifteen minutes, right?
1: Yeah, you, get, 15 you get that. You get that, and you so. get the red beans and rice. Oh, so good, Popeye's.
0: Yeah. Look at the fries. Just okay. But the sandwich, yeah, it was really good. But yeah, we're all sitting. There. So we got four people in my Impala just sitting there eating. You know, <laughs> like man, this sucks. You can't even roll the window down. It's like eighteen degrees. You know, well, but it's, all... it's funny.
1: I was going to say, you know, yeah. Because... Go, no, go ahead. I think you're leading right into what I was going to lead into.
0: Well, I was going to say it's funny because I didn't actually intend to talk about food, but that was the the themes theme of our songs today is actually food, right?
1: Yep, yeah, exactly right. So, so it kind of tied those... in beautifully. One...
0: Yeah, exactly. My my gluttonousness finally brought <laughs> us around the circle. So, um, what, um, you want me to go first or you want to go first?
1: Um, you can go, i tell you what, you can go first. And the first song you play, it should be the reason we even came up with this concept, right? Because you came up with, it was a band I'd never heard before, I believe. I'd never even heard of them. So why don't you oh, yeah, introduce those guys? Well, you know, I,
0: and I had heard of them because they, uh, so so there's a band from florida south florida called the eat and it was funny because when when we were when our early days of corresponding with our pal mike the mailman he sent us some some florida bands to check out and i knew of the eat because uh dead uh dead kennedy's uh alternative tentacles had reissued the the their the bulk of their studio recordings on a double LP, which i was out record shopping and i picked up the other day so they never, this band really never got out of Florida, though, I don't think much. I think they were just kind of a, but they were a really great band. Recorded a bunch of songs, quite a few songs, you know. Now, when, they're, they're when
1: ca- was this? Was this 90s or 80s or what? Oh, no, I think
0: early 80s. Oh, no, oh, I think.
1: Oh, okay. I think, okay. The song, actually, the song I'm going to
0: play, I think is from 79. Holy shit, okay. Yeah, so, you know, maybe it was before, they might have kind of been before, you know, Black Flag and the Misfits and some of those bands really established that sort of touring circuit. That everybody else would take advantage of, or minor threat, or whoever it was, you know, in the, the early day of the '80s, some of those bigger bands sort of established, you know, the touring circuit that other bands could follow later on. Yeah, they said they that's said they said D O
1: A were responsible for some of that, I believe. the West Coast, because they came from Vancouver, so they went straight
0: down, yeah, like San Francisco, and maybe Seattle and some of those. But yeah, it's funny because that whole the whole you know that system that developed 40 years ago that's now being basically decimated, and we hope that there's something left. Once bands tour again, which unfortunately probably looks like it's gonna be next year. Yeah. But we'll see, we'll see. I don't want to get, I don't want to be depressed. It's already, it's. I mean, it's you know February in Michigan. There's enough to be depressed about. So, um, but anyway, yeah. So we're gonna play. I think this song was like their first like single or first seven inch or something. And it was. This was something... I'm
1: looking at it right now. Yes. Oh, it goes for big money. The original, right? Dude, <laughs> on the. <laughs> On giggling Hitler records, five hundred made, one thousand six hundred dollars.
0: Yikes! Yep. Well, the alternative tentacles double LP that compiles all their studio stuff is called. It's not the eat. It's it's not the it's not the human eat. It's the humidity or something like that. I can't remember. I got the record, but anyway. So I'm actually want to dedicate this song to Mike the Mailman, one of our one of our uh, longtime fans, um, who's down there in Florida probably wearing shorts right now. Well, Neil and I shovel our cars out of the yeah,
1: frigid is. tundra, yeah.
0: So this is the first single by The Eat, and their single has nothing to do with food, even though, you know, the name of their band is The Eat. So this is uh, called Communist Radio.
3: I walked out of the Indian nation I walked food the I got caught, caught motion I radio I got ties to the Chinese
1: communist radio by the eat um yeah i, I, I oh and you if you
0: want a original copy of that you can certainly get one on discogs from giggling hitler
1: <laughs> giggling hitler <laughs> records yes yes Com- oh. communist Re- communist radio with catholic love on the b-side uh yeah from 1979 holy shit that is uh yeah it's
0: yeah i don't think there old. was much of a scene to support that kind of a band back in those days and it's not like it's not like it's hardcore punk you know it's, it's definitely like a punk rock you know it's a punk rock style yeah kind of first wave sort of punk rock style
1: i mean it's been reissued a couple times over the years so if you did like it, it and wanted to get it on, on vinyl you know it's been reissued
0: get the, pretty reasonably actually yeah I'm it's, about, sure about, it's that.
1: about it's about 10 bucks or something yeah, yeah. two songs if, yep if you, you, if you wanted that but uh but yeah the eat so yeah i'd never even i'd never even heard of them until you brought them up. i think i think you did yeah i think you dig them cool 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 yeah so all right so we talked about we talked popeyes is that your favorite fast food or what's your favorite fast food see i don't
0: i don't really have one by me honestly so i don't go there very often so that was kind of one of the novelties of it i mean there's one like 20 minutes away but i just don't work or anything like that um it was really good but it's funny before i had that famous chicken sandwich every time i'd have popeyes i'm like this sucks i'd rather go to kfc so um My favorite fast food, the one that I probably go to the most, is actually Arby's. I love it, but I wouldn't say I don't really have any particular. You know, I like going to Arby's between like two and five. Here they have like what they call happy hour, and you get the sliders and the little shakes for like a buck a piece.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah, because their shakes are really good. I mean, I was actually going to say Arby's too, which is funnily enough, I I do love Arby's. Now, what do you like to get?
0: Well, I, I usually get the sliders, or I like their uh, buffalo chicken is really good.
1: Oh, okay, so you don't get the roast beef, okay? Sometimes. Yeah, I like to get the. You know my first. I get the super. Ah, the big one. Yeah, the big one with the the horse. Was it Arby's sauce or horsey sauce or something? I don't know what it's called. Oh, well, the Arby's sauce is
0: like sweet, right? And the yeah. horsey sauce is like horseradish.
1: Yeah, it must be the Arby's sauce then. Yeah, because I get the sweet one.
0: So it's it's funny because um, I don't think we've ever talked about this actually, uh, but. My very first job, like I shouldn't say my first job, but like my first legit job because I had a paper route and I helped paint a house. You know, I did some little bail yeah, hay yeah. or whatever. I did i did some little work. Bailed hay. You ever do that, Neil? Jolly old England? Bail some hay. <laughs> but,
1: but, okay, Farmer Giles. All right. No, I've never bailed hay. It
0: was honest work. If you're a teenager, you know, the farmers would pay you to do it and $5 an hour or whatever it was big money when you're, when you know, when I was sure. a kid. Yeah. Um, but my first like legitimate job where I was taxed uh was uh Hardee's.
1: Oh. All right, famous chicken sandwich, I believe, right? Well, no,
0: they were actually like roast beef and burgers. I think they got bought by Carl's Jr. They're still around. It's like a burger burgers, I would say, are the big thing.
1: Oh, I thought they had a I thought they they were known for their chicken sandwiches Hardee's.
0: Uh, maybe they were when I worked there. Hmm. When I worked there, they were known for smoking a joint every time he took out the trash.
1: <laughs> uh... <laughs> so was, but, okay so okay so let me let me picture it tom so was was there was the back in the back in the day when you had long hair or something
0: oh, definitely <laughs> and, Amazing. and and i never had a lot of, like uh I, I i mean i was a teenager I had, I had zits don't get me wrong but i never had a lot of like complexion issues like i never had a real you know i never had it bad like some of these guys were just like all the poor bastards like one yeah, side yeah, of his yeah. face yeah but man, working over there you get the zits but yeah i had long hair and. And so I couldn't work the cash
1: register. Fucking Spicoli over here. <laughs> well, they wouldn't let the long hair guy
0: work the cash register. You oh. know, this was this, hmm. this was late 80s. I guess it was still too, you know, whatever. I couldn't work the cash register. So I always worked in the back. And, you know, it was okay. I'd make myself like triple burgers. And...
2: Yeah. <laughs> You know, like,
0: but we had one of those roast beef slices, like like Arby's has. That was oh. one of the things actually was was roast beef. I don't know if they have that anymore. Like I said it's all different now. The one I worked for went out of business, and they all moved out of the area. We actually don't have any Hardees on my side of the state anymore, even though I think there's some on the other side. But yeah, that was my first. That was my first job, man. It was pretty terrible as a rule, but it was mostly like high school kids at work there. You know, we had fun. Like I said, one of my managers was a total stoner. Um, and it was like also, you know, like one day a week, two days a week, I'd close mm-hmm. during the week. So I'd be at work till like two o'clock in the morning before I went to high school, you know. And the manager was a stoner. We just, this was back when you saw those little like uh, tinfoil ashtray things. Yeah. Remember that when you could actually smoke at McDonald's and stuff? Yep. Sure so do. we'd just sit there at the counter and just poof down a hooter, you know, or whatever. Or we'd go to <laughs> take
1: out the ash and just smoke a dude Poof down a hooker. All right. Uh, <laughs> so did, did you ever work the deep fat fryer? Do you have to do that? Oh yeah, I did all this stuff. Yeah, you come home smelling good, don't you? Because I yeah, I worked restaurant, work for one shirt and one pair of pants. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it was pretty wild. But you know, it was it wasn't like I said, it was it wasn't a horrible first job. I did it when I was sixteen. I didn't make it till my seventeenth birthday, you know. And I just it was fine. It was you know, it was what it was.
1: I worked, I worked restaurant workers. When I first came back from England, when I first came back to the States from England in 85, I worked restaurants from 85 through 89. Uh, worked at one restaurant down in Champaign called Coslo's and um, started off in the kitchen. Uh, then I would work up front at the register and stuff. And eventually I became like the prep cook. So I was the guy in the back slicing the meat and doing all that kind of shit. So slicing the cheese, making yeah. the sauces, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it was – it could be hard work because you'd be standing on your feet for eight hours, right? So that could be kind it's of hard. physically. Don't work. Don't work. Yeah. But the nice thing about it was you never take it home with you apart from the smell. <laughs> you, yeah. Don't, yeah. you don't yeah. go home no. worrying about it, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well yeah. Yeah. I was going to say the, wor- the worst one. The worst ones for us were because um, you know it was a college campus, so you know yeah. it, it was e- easy in the summer and in the winter holidays, obviously. Just... And there's no students, right? Were you open until like four in the morning for the drugs? Um, we'd be open till about one in the morning, I think. Uh but uh, well, again, remember college campus. There was plenty of other bars for people to drink at. Ours was like a. It wasn't a high end restaurant by any means, but it was. It wasn't a really just a bar either. Um. But during the during the uh, football season when we had the college home games, that was a nightmare because you get all those assholes coming in from out of town, lining up at like nine in the morning. It was always uh, hated those days. So,
0: so that's you know the irony of the situation. There's a couple couple things about this. Uh, a couple directions I could go with this. One is that you don't cook now at all, right?
1: No, I don't. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Which I
0: mean, that's you know, whatever. It's fine. You you whatever you want. But it's I find it ironic that you were yes. literally like a guy who used to be able to cook like a giant batch of something, and now you can't even whip up something for yourself. But that's, that's all right.
1: That's that's true. I, I I've just got no interest in it. It's it's funny. But people who people who haven't worked
0: in those type of jobs, mm-hmm. I don't think they realize how hard those people work. You know, it's like everyone's like, oh, people at McDonald's shouldn't make any money. Bull, man. Their job's probably harder than yours. If you work at a busy restaurant, you're busting your butt. You have to do several things at once. It's, yep. you know, don't underestimate these people. They deserve a fair wage. I mean, I don't think they need to make a hundred grand a year for flipping burgers or something stupid like that. I'm not, you know, I'm not that deluded. But the fact of the matter is, they deserve a fair wage. It's not a not an easy job.
1: It's not. It's not. And the and the people that are lazy, they get weeded out real fast. in a job, at least if it's a Pretty decent much. place, yeah, they get.
0: Well, it depends. Depends how big they are too. But you know, it's so my daughter. Talk about, you know, so my daughter's in college. My daughter, Alex, you met, you met Alex. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's you know, When I used to write a lot more reviews, like, she started going to shows with me when she was a teenager and stuff. And I know you, you did the same thing with your daughter. But, you know, I'd write her into my reviews and stuff. So Alex is kind of, she's kind of known amongst my punk punk news followers. Well, she's actually been but, on the show
1: the one time when we did it from your, yeah, your kitchen. Yeah, nice. that's She was making a sandwich.
0: <laughs> yeah, she was. <laughs> but she, you know, she was looking for a job in high school and she couldn't really get the, her first choice. She wanted to get, like, a library job or something. She's a huge, huge reader, huge English nerd. And uh, she ended up going to work at McDonald's, and then she ended up following somebody, uh, a manager, I think she had a crush on, to to Wendy's. And she is going to have her 20th birthday here, and she has moved up the rank at Wendy's so fast that they want to give her her own store. Holy shit, she,
2: dude.
0: She, but by the time she's 20 years old, she's going to have her own store. The starting wage is like fifty-five grand or something. Wow. She's freaking college she's never going to be able to, how is she going to take her college job like like she'd be lucky if she'd get that good of a job after college you know
1: no that's true man that's amazing
0: anyway so but 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 i guess my point my point of all this other than you know bragging about how amazing my daughter is because i think she would do amazing anywhere honestly i don't think it's just a fast food thing but the truth of the matter is and she can't drop out of college or i'll murder her <laughs> but uh um, it's still you know if you get into a situation like that you if you work hard you will work your way up Mm-hmm. And if you're smart and you work hard, I mean it's, you know, I hate to say it, but the American dream is still alive if you're willing to bust your ass. And her, you know, modest middle-class background did nothing for her, you know. It wasn't a wasn't like, a, you know, I called my senator and said, "Hey, can you uh help my daughter work her way up faster?" you know. Yeah. Be smart, work hard, good things happen.
1: And hey, Wendy's is good too. I like Wendy's. Wendy's food it's is right. Yeah, it's decent. Yeah, the, I like the uh the Frosty. That's a, that's a good Yeah, one. I
0: like the Frosty, yeah. man. Oh, it's in the summer and uh they have a spicy chicken sandwich that's pretty respectable.
1: I think everyone's doing spicy chicken now. The Popeye's one was so so popular. I think everybody's doing it now.
0: I'm a spice fiend. I love everything spicy. You like the it, Spice it, Girls,
1: it, I believe, don't you?
0: Yeah, <laughs> especially. <laughs> Let me tell you what I want, what I really, really want. You know, the, the, the funniest thing, my, my wife's a pretty good cook, right? And she really will put a lot of effort into meal prep and all that and she she'll make something and i know she just the look on her face when i take my dinner that looks really good take a bite and go oh that's really good and then i like fork like 50 jalapenos on top of it (laughs) yeah
1: it's the same for except same for me except normally it's ketchup i'll cover anything in ketchup pretty much that's my English,
0: english so you're supposed to put gravy on your french fries what
1: the heck english english no i just put ketchup on french fries thanks now, there when I go. first moved to the states and I became a fat bastard for about a year, I was uh, eating ma- eating French fries with mayonnaise and uh, yeah. But I got an ulcer. Is... I got an ulcer and then I lost all that weight. But uh, yeah, for a while there, oh. that was amazing. Kidding. Is
0: that when you started running?
1: Well, yeah, it was, the, and that was when I was skating every night of the week. But that was actually another th- part of working at the restaurant, right? Because we get paid. The pay wasn't great, but they'd also give you fifty cents an hour in food chits, which you could use at the restaurant, right? Wow. So, That's- yeah, and then, and then – and so then all my friends would be working there too, so they'd give you like a discount or they'd do whatever. So we'd get off our shift, and then we'd just spend the night there getting drunk because we had a full bar and stuff as well. So oh, – use boots in a boot? Oh, man. Yeah, we never That's left the place. Stuff. Except when we were done, we'd go out loaded and skateboard around for like three hours. So it was – those were the days, man. Just, you used those to were be able to days. get loaded
0: and skateboard. You yep. used to be able to get loaded and skateboard, and you wouldn't hurt yourself. Now you can't even stay, skateboard sober.
1: You're right, but it was all street stuff. But still, you're right. Ah. Right. We, but yeah, I mean, yeah, those were the days. No worries at all, right? No worries about anything except for you
0: know. It's funny. We're we're gonna play food themed music. I never intended to talk so much about food.
1: <laughs> well, so you never know. You never know, right?
0: Exactly. What, why don't you play us a song? You know? Why don't you play us a song that is somehow thinly, thinly related or fatly related to food?
1: Okay. Um. Because we've been talking about junk food, I am gonna play. So this is a song of the little known X-Ray Specs second album which to tell the truth uh it's from like 95 um I, I, cause it cuz it wasn't, wasn't really X-Ray Specs it was it was uh polystyrene and the original sax player Laura Logic and I think maybe the original bass player but then a bunch of other people too so it didn't really sound like the uh original X-Ray Specs that didn't have that anger um, I think Polystyrene by this point was like a Buddhist or something, I believe. But uh, anyway, um, the second so album was called. Full-
0: What's it? Hate that? When inner peace, I hate yeah. it when inner peace ruins is a good angry punk band.
1: That's right. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. So the album is called Conscious Consumer. Um, I think it was like 95. And this song is called Junk Food Junkie.
4: Johnny's got an addiction. <laughs>
1: X-ray Specs, the later incarnation of X-ray Specs, with a uh, junk food junkie, the um the sax you'll recognize, of course, but even her voice sounds a little bit different because you know she's it was fifteen years later on or something, so well, I guess but, that's to be expected.
0: Well, it, I was going to say because the the original X-ray Specs album was the fleet ad- Adolescence,
1: what 78? 78, yeah, seventy eight, exactly.
0: So yes, like eighteen years later. I mean, that's not as bit, I mean, not as long as our last guest, where the band took what thirty. 20 30. 37 years <laughs> yeah. or something like that. <laughs> 37 years between albums. Um but um okay, I want to do I want to talk one more one more food related thing since we both uh we we had this conversation we, it was we had a kind of an online conversation. I, actually I don't know if I joined in with the online conversation, but I think you did. We had Ricky Rad on not that long ago. We did. Good old and Ricky. Detroiters are very proud of of our detroit style pizza which i think is really very good i don't i i think at the end of the day i still prefer chicago style pizza but they're both very good both in their own way you uh you a chicago style what's your what's your pizza style i don't say no No, i'm
1: i'm complete i'm completely chicago style deep dish i absolutely love it have you ever had the detroit style i've never even heard of detroit style to be honest Really? Yeah. What is what is what is Detroit style? So there's a big. They so punch Detroit you in the face when pizza. you order it. <laughs> Did you okay? Have you ever had Jets pizza?
0: I have not. No. Okay, so it's like this. It's it's a it's a thick crust, and it's got like burnt like really heavy cheese with like burnt cheese in the corners, and it's kind of crunchy. It's delicious.
1: Was it square or Next, something? Yeah, square. Oh, Next time okay. You,
0: over here you'll have to have it i mean there's everything from like the little caesars version which will cost like eight bucks which is honestly pretty good to like the you know the buddy's version will cost like 20 20 bucks or something for eight slices so there's but but you know it's funny so i've been to chicago a bunch of times obviously and um i've tried all the big chicago places right all the big like gino's uno's uh, Luminatis, all those places. What's your what's your favorite of all the big ones, or is it is it something off the grid?
1: No, my favorite is Giordano's, which you and oh, Scott yeah. went to the last time, and I was fuck. I'm so angry still because I love Giordano's. That's right. And I That's was right. so hungover. I was so hungover. All I could do was watch you guys eating. I didn't even have a slice because I was so hungover that day.
0: You know, the great thing about that was, and you were still even later in the evening because it was so great that was the same night we went and saw that uh the uh peg boy yep 30th anniversary show and even scott and i the fat bastards we are didn't eat the whole thing so we had a couple slices left over to eat at the show that was pretty excellent actually
1: yeah great you guys were fucking eating in the car and i'm still feeling green so that was thanks for that
0: was, yeah, just hanging your head out the window like a dog on a road <laughs> trip so, so one thing I will say about the about the pizza thing. So I love all the Chicago ones. JR Donald's is very good. So all those places are very good. I haven't had any of the Chicago ones I didn't think was good. But they, believe it or not, my very favorite pizza place for Chicago style pizza is actually in the Detroit area. Oh, that's weird. It's called Papa Palies. It's so good. I think there's four of them or something. Small chain. So anyway, Papa. Let us know what you think. All right, the interesting. District, I, I, I. I i love it all but i you know i like all kinds of pizza i like those little ones that are a dollar that have the holes in them that you're making your toaster oven you know <laughs> so anyway um you know we're gonna, we're gonna catch up on meal a little bit you want to catch up on some meal I, I just wanted i just wanted to say this because this food. is, is it, about food all day
1: talking well talking about my old the place i used to work it just made me made me remember a funny story because we were we were such assholes but um because I worked there for years, and so they pretty much let us run the place, especially at night if you had to close. And uh, so we'd have, we'd have say, people. Let, we'd...
0: This, let me put this into context for people. You were a college graduate. Yes. You had a college degree from England. A college degree from England qualifies you to be a fry cook at a American an American restaurant. It's like those Russian guys who are like, I was a doctor in Russia, now a janitor at college. <laughs>
1: Hey, listen, like college, man.
0: you know, the We're really making the most out of life. College graduate.
1: Hey, listen. It. I came over for the came over for the girls and the skateboarding, and so that was uh, hey. that that was my thing yeah. back then. But anyway, so students would come in, um, you know, like seven, eight o'clock at night with their books. They used it like a library. So they would come in with their books and have like one cup of coffee and take up a whole booth. So when it got to be like eight o'clock or something, I I turned when I when I was on the front desk, I turned the lights down so low they couldn't read their fucking books there you go so then they had to leave oh that made me so happy when i'd see that parade of them leaving it's like yeah that yeah. one cup of coffee really helped us out there thanks buddy don't let the door well, think you. about
0: the new situation where you got 25 percent capacity it's it's almost like you have to you'd have to be like uh how many beers are you gonna have well probably seven or eight well how many are you gonna have well four or five well you come on in
2: <laughs> yeah <have> like... <laughs> yeah
0: yeah like I'm sorry if you're gonna come in, you're, you're gonna have to drink at least 11 beers. You have to go above this guy. We only have 25% capacity. It's like everybody's got to pull their own weight. Like you can't bring your pal in to drink ice water while you drink beer. Everybody's got to everybody's got to pull
1: their weight. Well, either that or it's gonna be like one of those things. Like, do you ever go to a, a comedy club and they have that busted ass um yeah, the yeah. drink minimum. So you like pay like 25 bucks when you go in, and with that they give you like full drink tickets or whatever. So it's gonna be something like that, I guess. Well, even, you know, even before, because before we shut down in November, we were at
0: 50% capacity. So we, I remember like right before things closed up again, they actually, we knew it was going to close up in a few days. So for Taco Tuesday, we met a, some friends of ours at a, a, a taco place we really like, or you know, in a neighboring town. And uh, when we were done, we were just sitting there and I'm like, we, we really shouldn't do this. We should get out of here. You know what I mean? We shouldn't sit around taking up this table for this waitress and this restaurants like you almost and i don't know that everybody's conscious of that but i was like really conscious of the fact that man we should get out of here so that somebody else can get in here so we're not you know they're not losing money
1: well that's nice of you but i mean did you see people waiting and stuff like that because because if not
0: i don't know yeah maybe it's just sick of talking to everybody <laughs> okay
1: that's sounds about right
0: <laughs> but anyways you want to do, read some mail or you want me to play another song i don't i don't care whatever you want to do
1: um why don't you play another song
0: all right, I'm actually gonna do a twofer.
1: Twofer, two for one. So,
0: and the two of them together are like less than a minute ten. So there you go. So, one of the great, great punk bands that I love. I know you're not as keen on them as I am, but I, I love almost everything this band's done except for, like, the last couple of years. I think they've sort of dropped the ball. Mm. I think, I think Trump ruined a lot of things, and some of them are bands. I think because they've done these god awful songs you know mostly directed towards him and one of them is the descendants have done a couple that i think are really bad and bad religions done a couple that i think are really bad and i generally love those bands but anyway but they're still one of my favorite bands and they're great at um doing songs about food so we're going to play a couple of descendant songs back to back the first one is very short it's from milo goes to college it's called i love food or was i like food
1: is that even on Milo Goes to College? I think that was on the first EP, the Fat EP, wasn't it? it, was on the it
0: was on the bonus. See, I always had like the CD that had both those things on. Oh, see,
1: that's why, yeah, the, yeah, the CD, yeah, the first, yeah, uh, that was off the, the was Fat singing, EP. I singing,
0: and Milo didn't sing on the, I
1: think sang on
0: that. I don't know, man, I'm really showing sure my ignorance here, boy, it's so much for me being an expert.
1: Well, the only reason I know is because I actually have that, I actually have that first EP. Um, the original yeah, okay. press um i don't know why i've got such a descendants rarity but i do um yeah descend was that came out
2: that's
1: e- miles came out early came out the fat ep yeah came out in 81 right hmm. okay yeah. i don't know who sang I i don't know who sang on it to tell you the truth uh, i don't know if I yeah oh milo did milo sang on it yeah yeah, I thought so. I mean, and the first EP, the very first EP, didn't have Milo, right? Is that
0: the Ride the Wild? Is that called Ride the Wild? Yes, that's, it is. Sound...
1: It is, you walk around. Okay, yes. That's...
0: Okay, anyway, I mean, I'm floundering all over the place here. Now. Anyway, so we're going to do I Like Food. So I guess that's from the Bonus Fat EP. And uh, then, so in 2017, they put out a new album called Hypercafium Spazinate, which was... Really good. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to, it, but it had some really good songs on it, and actually addressed some kind of current issues. That I think are really. I, I, I think it's a good album, and it's kind of a touchy feely album. It kind of talks about the fact that these guys have all been friends for forty years or whatever. Anyway, it's it's really good. You should listen to it. But they had a song on that that sort of was like an answer to "I Like Food," and it was called "No Fat Burger," and it was basically just about how they can't eat the garbage they used to because you know now they're in their fifties. So so this is "I Like Food," and then. No Fab by the descendants. Forty years apart
3: or something. I like food, food I like good I like
1: Of uh, fast stuff that was uh, the Descendants with I Like Food and then the Descendants with No Fat Burger. Yeah, I think I Like Food was a good 15 seconds, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, 17 <laughs> seconds or something. See, see, the one thing I always loved about Descendants is they had the ability to do those silly, you know, I want to be a bear and, you know, my dad sucks and stuff like that. But then they could do like the, you know, like they could pull off like the three minute, you know, sour grapes or the sort of like, love song kind of thing like the off kilter love song yeah 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 so anyway
1: we're gonna we talk about food i think we'll get we'll come back to it in a second but yeah we got some mail that we want to uh we want to read uh blee, 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 blee. okay I I that up. um first one was from our good friend pete from the fullers um by their album from last year it was very good um and he also works at Pro Rock, I believe, right? So he Well writes... it's
0: funny because I got my I finally got my stuff from Pro Rock and it came from Illinois. So Kenny must have sent it himself.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Pretty much everything I've got from them has All been the sent from New Jersey. New Jersey. New Jersey. So it must have been right. Pete, right? And Pete in New Jersey. Anyway, he yeah, writes... makes sense. I mean, you know you
0: yeah. could pretty much drive this stuff over to your house, but hey, whatever. Whatever, Kenny, you lazy punk. <laughs>
1: How long did that take to get to you, just out of interest?
0: Um, well, A week or something, not too bad.
1: Oh, I thought you ordered that like I've been doing six months I actually,
0: ago. I actually, I actually got some stuff from the West Coast in like eight days. So
1: Oh, all right. You're just saying that, just I so I don't per- complain.
0: Yeah, well, no, I, I've, I'm i just saying, I think now that the election's over and Christmas is over and all that, it's really, uh, I think it's actually making a significant difference. So Yeah,
1: all right. Anyway, go ahead. So Pete says, hey, guys. Just wanted to let you know that I'm really digging the podcast, and I don't even listen to podcasts, huh? I think part of the reason is that you both have such a wide array of tastes that appeals to the older crowd and the younger crowd, so way to go. Shit, you even got me to take a listen to Ashniko, or whatever her name is. Yes, thanks.
0: All right, you gotta, put that, you gotta put that into context for people, Neil. Um, Ash-
1: yeah, Ashniko, if you listen to the Roxy Epoxy episode number 84, um, Ashniko, who is a popular... Um, with the kids, I uh, don't know if it's some kind of...
0: SoundCloud artist,
1: right? Yeah, Sound... Well, sound, I don't know if it's SoundCloud, but it's some kind of rap-pop crossover where she just sings about a vagina constantly.
0: <laughs> mm.
1: uh, well, but... I, I, maybe I should check it out. Yeah, but anyway, she was uh, she was Roxy Epoxy's niece. So that's... Mm. Uh, we we brought it up a little bit in that interview, so if you bothered to listen to the end of that, because I know it was a long one, um, you'd have heard us talking about Ashniko a little bit, because my daughter Lydia really likes Ashniko, so... Hmm. Um, so, yeah, so that's what I. Um, and then he also suggests a couple of people that we should interview. Um, I think it's people that we've. We, <laughs> I've slagged off the most recent albums. Um, <laughs> I've got. The- yeah,
0: absolutely. As a matter of fact, I listened to the list. Literally, we have said that we're bored with each and every one of their music recently so we don't need to name names necessarily
1: yeah but i got no problem doing that i mean shit i'll I'll interview anybody i i we don't care huh. right we can make anything interesting i think but um I, maybe yeah maybe but,
0: they'll punch in the nose
1: uh that would be interesting to me yeah yeah i think i could probably take at least two of those guys pretty easily but there we go <laughs> um <laughs>
0: i'm here in good shavely so but if any of you guys
1: uh, hey if you guys have got contact to those guys send them in because that'd be you know i'll talk to anybody um then he says if you're looking for an artist as a guest stefan from spam i, I guess sbam i think that's a, is that a label in europe or something so, that, so
0: so the pro rock records that we've talked about pretty regularly they they kind of like like they handle the pro rock does the american releases and mm. that's spam s-b-a-m I don't, I don't know how that's pronounced <laughs> they do a lot of their
1: european releases <sighs> actually actually he explains it here hold on the dude does everything he does a lot of the artwork for fat and some other huge bands he runs his own label and puts on festivals every year the only issue he's in you- austria so it's a seven hour time difference uh so yeah that would be fine like i said we'll talk to anybody if he's going to be you know if he has something to say we'll we'll listen right How does he Uh,
0: feel about the controversial Chicago style pizza?
1: Yeah, yeah, bastard. What do the Germans think of? (laughs) Eh, Never mind. I'm going to go off on Germans. Better talk
0: to him about frankfurters and whatnot, right? Sausages. (laughs) Yes, uh, on
1: on World War (laughs) Two. Yeah. (laughs) And then Pete ends up by saying, "Oh, also my favorite part of the podcast is when I hear beers getting cracked open. Hope you dudes are doing well. Cheers, Pete. Cheers, Pete. Ego, just for you, buddy." Been waiting to open oh. that one. Yeah, been waiting to open that one for you. So, um, so that was from Pete. Thanks for writing in, Pete. Um, then was one from Carl from the uh, West Coast. Do you want to read that one, Tom? Sure.
0: Neil, I appreciate your comments on skate punk. I'm about the same age as you. Boy, are you sure, Carl? Are you sure you're that old? <laughs> sure knows what saying. Anyway, been skating my whole life. Uh, very limited these days as falls tend to be much harder to recover from. So I to stick to my snow for board activities. That seems pretty dangerous, doesn't it? Snowboarding.
1: Yeah. Plus, it means you have to go outside in the snow. Who likes doing yeah, that?
0: Yeah. Cool Nobody. Hmm. Anyway, during my early punk years, I was pretty much mostly interested in skate punk bands. Used to listen to all those thrasher compilations. Listen to some some of that old stuff. I realized how a lot of it sucked, but back then it didn't matter. If the band skated or was associated with the skate scene, I was into them. So that's kind of cool. I liked it when you guys. I like what you guys said about the faction. Man, I love those guys. But looking back they were pretty awful by the way well this will come this might come into play later yeah by the way Steve caballero played bass on the first ep but then switched to rhythm guitar by the time they released their first lp jfa is another band looking back that pretty much sucked aside from one or two songs yeah i thought they were pretty decent too beach blanket bong out i find them pretty unlistenable in the early 90s i saw them play with mdc up here in seattle on both bands blue ass the only thing i remember Excellent. was standing next to michael stipe during the show wow Peter Buck was hanging out in Seattle a lot, so Michael Stipe, for those of you who don't know, that's the singer for R.E.M.
1: Yeah, who was a big deal back in the day, sure.
0: Yeah, it's funny, because now he looks like David Letterman does now. like He's got the bald head, but he's got just the giant beard. Oh, he anyway, does?
1: Uh, he was always yeah. like a pretentious twat when he...
0: Yeah, and P- Peter Buck was hanging in Seattle a lot back in those days, and his wife was one of the owners of the Crocodile Cafe where they played, which I guess is why Stipe was there. Bands that do not hold up from that... Or bands that do hold up from that era, in my opinion, are mostly Aggression and RKL. See, you'll be interested in, in uh, episode number 87, then, uh, Carl, yeah. because we get into get into quite a bit of Narcore stuff. And I agree that Aggression holds up pretty well, at least that first album. Um, if you haven't heard, I haven't heard you mention RKL on the show before, but, uh, before I don't think, and I was wondering if either of you are familiar with them. I am vaguely familiar with them, but I'm not as familiar with them as I am the other, like, kind of Nardcore-type bands. I should probably check them out.
1: Yeah, okay. They well, were that's as... Rich Kids on LSD, rich, right? Rich Kids on LSD, yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: I know them, but I don't know them well. Like, I don't know any of their albums really well. Um, they were huge in the skate-punk scene on the West Coast, and for good reason. Still one of my favorite bands to this day. Um, anyway, anyway, keep up the good work, you two, and keep a little mark in your hearts.
1: See, so people it. love it. People oh. love it, Tom. <laughs> See? I
0: don't know. He, he follows Keep a Little Mark in Your Hearts with Suck It. I don't know. That kind of I might cancel the other out.
1: I keep a little Mark in Your Heart was for me. Suck It was for you.
0: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I swear. Oh, shoot. I actually deleted an email. I actually deleted an email. You'll, you'll have to fix it, Neil. Um, but um, it's funny because I swear one of them. Somebody was saying. Somebody sent us a message or something about. Who was, who was telling you you did a nice job taking the lead on the Roxy yes. epoxy? But I can't find it now. Uh,
1: I think that was in uh, that was one of the comments on Facebook, I believe.
0: Oh, the okay, yeah. All right. I um, don't want, you, I don't want, I don't want you to get too big of a head anyway.
1: Yeah, a uh, dude, you are gonna have to find that email because you did just throw it out, and I don't have it because nope. you, you threw it out of the mailbox. <laughs>
0: trash. Let's see.
1: <laughs> and that was the one that we wanted to read because it's from a new guy from a new listener where did it go yeah and they wanted me to send stickers too how did i how did i do that neil i don't i don't i don't know it's because you're lying on your bed in the pillow fortress oh, oh, of solitude it. it's back okay
0: you want to read that one or shall i
1: well i'm not seeing it back yet
0: okay i got it i'll tell you what yeah Give hey
1: guy
0: see i think you forgot the s right <laughs> I, it sounds very foreign hey guy yeah. Anyway, hey, guy,
1: how are you doing?
0: I recently picked up. This is from from Joe in Michigan, actually. Um, hey, guy, I recently picked up a part time job working in a tobacco shop. We use Pandora for the store's background music, so when I get there, I turn on the punk station. <laughs> One day after I do this, a customer walks up to the counter face to face with me, and "Orgasmatic" starts on the radio. Clear as day. Such a catchy tune, though.
1: Yep, great song.
0: Probably the greatest song about jacking off of all time. Don't you think?
1: It's up there. Yeah, it's got to be top five. Sure. <laughs> for your next episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got it. We got it. What a great theme. Is a
2: top,
0: yeah. top songs about, about choking the chicken. Anyway, this man stared me right in the eyes, never said a word, and left the store. It was a good thing I had a mask on because I think it helped hide the fact that I was attempting to hold back laughing. Thanks for introducing me to a bunch of music I would otherwise not have been exposed to. So I'm going to send him some stickers. He lives in St. Ignace, Michigan, which is way north, kind of up by the Bridge that goes to the UP. So thanks for writing in, Joe.
1: So, so how far north of you is that? Oh,
0: good, three hours. Wow.
1: Yeah. So I was actually looking because I think you had asked on during the Ed the Ed Shred episode, you know, trying to compare the size of England to uh to you know any state in the states, and I'd said Illinois. Um, Illinois is actually bigger than England. It's about one point two. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sure yeah. we. Should-
0: in is to actually size wise. Oh, yeah.
1: Michigan! Michigan, I because I looked it up. Michigan is actually bigger than the entire UK. So for those Americans who don't know, the UK is England, Wales, Scotland, and Northern Ireland. So Michigan is actually bigger than the combination of all four countries.
0: I think to drive from like the state line, like the southern state line of Michigan, to go all the way up through mm-hmm. the Upper Peninsula is like fourteen hours or something. Jesus, yeah. To drive yeah, yeah it's crazy i think it's about four hours to the bridge to the up which i've 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 lived back in michigan now for like 30 years i've been to the up two three three times maybe or something
1: up is what it's... For, for people that don't know
0: oh, I mean, more than that because my son wrestled up there I, it's 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 very sparse up there what is it it's a quarter of the state size and a three percent of the population or something
1: so do you want to do you want to explain what the up is for people that don't know
2: the
0: upper peninsula it's like uh michigan is like a uh you know it's two parts of michigan one you know the part that 97 percent of us live in and then the upper part which is actually more attached to wisconsin i think we kind of slagged it off wisconsin like in the early days because we were further east so we became a state first and i think the deal with this we gave up michigan gave up toledo and then we got the up Hmm. which Everybody's ever been in Toledo knows, really, that's not much to lose, if we're being honest. <laughs> and, no, Toledo's... I, I like Toledo. I've had a lot of fun in Toledo, actually. Uh, the Tiger, Detroit Tigers, my baseball team, they're AAA teams in Toledo. Um, but, yeah, we gave up Toledo to Ohio, and then we got the UP, and then Wisconsin just basically got boned, because if you look at it, we literally have a bridge where it's like a little bit attached to Michigan, and it's like fully attached to Wisconsin, so. And matter of fact, when we were in... Uh so it got canceled this this last year obviously, but the year before we actually went to the UP for a wrestling tournament and we were gonna I wanted to I was trying to talk to my wife into taking the long way home and coming through Wisconsin because it was only like a couple more hours hmm. to go back through Wisconsin because the city we were in was quite a ways west in the UP. So boy, wait, I'll tell you what, man, this is this might be our punkest show ever. Extra weather talk and <laughs> extended geography.
1: Well just just so That's people a- know because talking-
0: all the kids are into.
1: Because I can guarantee the people outside the U.S. and maybe people in in the U.S. too don't know this because it's really weird. So Michigan, the main part of Michigan is shaped like a mitten, right? Yeah. But that, yeah, how the hell did you get this UP? Because it's just this weird like tacked on piece that's attached completely deta- uh, attached to Wisconsin. And it's basically it's it's as far north as Ontario. I mean, it's 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 north, yeah, no, man. It's fucking Canada. Like
0: now it seems sort of worthless. Because, like I said, it's literally 25% of our land mass, and it's 3% of our population. Um, and in the winter, it's just almost, you know, impassable up there. Like, right. if you don't have snowmobile you can't even get groceries. But the truth of the matter is, um, at one point, the reason we wanted it, because it was a tremendous amount of natural resources up there. Hmm. Tons of copper mines and forestry and all that stuff. So, it was a valuable piece of piece of land back in the day. Now, <laughs> it's just mostly mostly alcoholics and...
1: And people from Illinois have got holiday homes up there, I believe, right?
0: See, I don't even think they go that far, do they? No, they do. I know
1: know a lot of people who talk about the UP, and I'm like, oh, Jesus. More of that. Wow, that's a long drive because I know a lot of people,
0: like, because we have beautiful white sand beaches on the west side of Michigan. I mean, within 15 minutes of my house, we have beautiful white sand beaches. So I know a lot of people from Chicago that have money, you know, will drive the three hours up there to go to Holland or go to Saugatuck or something like that and have homes up there. Thus driving up the prices for those of us who live here. In
1: <laughs> so you had, you had said that to me before, and I was like, yeah, sure they do. Until I drove up there and saw you. And you're right. The beaches up there are gorgeous.
0: Yeah, yeah, they are. And then we didn't even really go to one of them. We, we, we ate on at a place that was on a beach, but yeah, they, some of them are really, really nice. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, I don't know what it was. I think it's just the natural tides or whatever. Because, you know, we're like where I live... I mean, I could if I could walk across Lake Michigan, Milwaukee is almost straight across, mm-hmm. where I grew up in the Milwaukee area, and the beaches there are literally like craggy rock, and they get 80 feet deep after you're 13 feet out in the water. Yeah. It's like all the sand just kind of came over to the Michigan side and made for some really, we have sand dunes and all kinds of stuff. Even Chicago, you know, they got those, like the beaches in Chicago, I mean, it's just, I mean, I suppose it's better than nothing, but they're pretty sad.
1: Damn, to little... you. What are you beach showing off about your beaches?
0: Damn. Beach snob. Yeah. yeah I haven't snob. been to one like ten years, but yeah. when the kids when my kids were little, uh, you know, we used to go to the beach pretty reg- pretty regularly. My wife worked in a beach town, so we'd go over there maybe meet her for lunch. Like I, I had days off during the week so I had kind of a weird schedule. We'd go meet her for lunch or something and then I'd take the kids to the beach, but my kids are old enough to go to the beach by themselves. Do to do that now? So,
1: and again, people again, people who don't live in the U.S. are probably saying, "Well, how can you have beaches? You, you live on a lake." That's you know, a lake that sounds like it's you know, small, lake right? Michigan's, Michigan's lake Michigan big. is great, fucking great, enormous. I mean, it's yeah, the enormous. Great lakes are big. Yeah,
0: you can't. You know, you look out at you. If you look out at Lake Michigan. And I told you it was an ocean; you wouldn't know the difference.
1: I mean, Lake Michigan is probably wider than the Mediterranean is. Just to give that some context, and and
0: Lake Michigan isn't even the biggest one, right? Like, Lake is Lake Superior. It's the biggest one. It's really deep, really big. It might be Huron. I'm
1: not sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. Lake Superior is huge. Yeah, Lake Superior is big. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Biggest freshwater, biggest freshwater basin, you know, in the world. I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so right. yeah, these are these are lake. big lakes, so and these are big states. So it's funny; a lot of states are just like squares, but Michigan must have the most interesting shape of any of the states, I'd say.
0: Yes, we are like a mitten. If you look at if you look at the back of your left hand, yep, my I live right underneath your pinky, almost to the bottom. Yeah, so there you go, docks me.
1: Yep, so there docks you go. This, you're right. You're right. It's the most punk show ever. We're talking about fast food restaurants and and geography. It's amazing.
0: Well, I mean, luckily we had a little jerking off talk thrown in there.
1: <laughs> and you and your mitten, yes.
0: It'd be totally sell, totally sold out. Yeah, exactly.
1: So Detroit is almost in. I didn't realize Detroit must be almost in. Fucking what's on Borders the other on side?
0: Canada. Borders on Canada. It's uh,
1: that is Canada. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right
0: wherever, I mean, you can swim from Detroit to Canada. Okay. I mean, they don't recommend it. <laughs> they might shoot you to the yeah. other side, but you. Uh, I remember a couple years ago, there was a guy who got really drunk in Canada, made a bet with his friends that he couldn't swim to the Detroit, and then he did. He swam back, swam to Detroit, and he made it. And then he swam back, and they arrested him. Hmm. So anyway, yeah, it's so there's a bridge. Yeah, so so when we were young, wait. Once again, we digress. But when I when we were young, so the drinking age in Canada was 19, and it uh, was of course 21 here. But there's a town right across Detroit called Windsor, and it's kind of a dive, if we're being honest, but they're known for having wonderful strip joints ah. with full nudity and full bar. Because we always had like these weird, like Michigan's got these weird strip joints, like if you have alcohol, can only be topless, and if you, uh, so yeah, when I was a young man, we occasionally would go across the bridge and go to the cheetah lot, Leopard Lounge or Cheetahs or one of those places, so...
1: Yeah, I can remember when I first came to the States, because every state used to have its own um, liquor laws, right? So uh, Illinois was 21, but at the time, Wisconsin was 19. So a lot of my friends in college were, they weren't 21 yet. So we would drive up to Wisconsin so they could get served. And the funny thing was, because I only had an English ID, they wouldn't accept it, even though I was 21. So I was the only one in the car who was 21, but I couldn't get served. (laughs) It It was a pain in the end i have
0: a i have a younger brother four was about four and a half years younger than i am and so you know i was talking he played played drums in my bands and stuff when i was younger and we're still pretty tight but i remember he had a it was a kid that he knew that looked pretty similar to him and he got his id so my my brother was like i think he's a 17 18 he had a pretty good fake ID. i remember like we i was actually of age and we go like be waiting in line to get into a club and I'd look at my brother's ID, give it back to him, and he'd look at mine and he'd be staring at it, looking back and forth. I'm like, You gotta be kidding me. Yeah, like I'm getting more (laughs) scrutiny.
2: I'm using my real ID. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was good times, man. Good times. I actually had a kid I went to school with who looked very similar to me. And so I gave him my, my license and pretended that uh see i don't think he was 21 i don't think i was 21 yet though i think i was like 18 i don't know why he wanted that but i and i just went and you know like he gave me the money to go to the secretary of state and get a new license and he had my old my old license so, oh, wow. so i broke, was not above so you broke the law i was not above yeah your your governor
1: only... your governor is listening to this right now and she's she's got it in for you you're, alexa you're
0: listening to you. we have one of those we have one of those bedroom alexa she's probably recording us right now <laughs>
2: I
1: didn't understand that. <laughs> there she was. Alexa making Alexa up. go to sleep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um I am going to play I'm going to play a song. Uh, <laughs> getting back to our food theme. Um <laughs> I'm going to play a song off that Last Chats album. Um They had a I can't remember what the album was called. It came out last year, right? That Chats album.
0: High Risk Behavior.
1: High Risk Behavior from uh yeah, these idiots from Australia's convict kids with mullets pretty, pretty fun album yeah it's a fun album but they are kind of one trick ponies right but sure, you know, they do it they do it very well Um, so this is a song called pub feed oh yeah So there that was pub feed by the chats and talking of that that's actually if i'm going to go out at night somewhere normally i am going to go out to like an english or an irish pub and uh have a bunch of guinness or smithicks or something or you know or belhaven if they've got it and uh you know i do love i do love the fish and chips i do love the you know the english bangers and stuff with uh mashed potato and baked beans you know i do love going to a in fact, the first time I met you, I took you to a Scottish place, right, Tom? Yep. And you, uh, you had the fish and chips too. Yep,
0: yeah, it's excellent.
1: Yeah, and as a matter of exactly. fact, they're open. They're open for indoor indoor dining. as the Duke nice. of Perth so? Twenty five
0: percent, probably, because yeah. that was not a big place either. Of course, it was never super busy when we were there either.
1: No, well, of course, we were there at like three o'clock in the afternoon, I think. But <laughs>
0: hey, don't judge, don't judge. <laughs> so
1: you, 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 being a British guy, you like your peas mushier or firm? Uh, I can do them either way. Even though I do love mushy peas, I do oh yeah have you ever had mushy peas no nah, i i
0: don't really like peas anyway
1: well it's a different kind of pea i see people but i'll eat with their firm see people think that it's the same kind of pea it's not it's a completely different kind of pea that they make mushy peas out of it's a like what's called a marrow fat pea so it's a lot thicker and uh and then they mush them up and then throw gravy on it oh so good yep. so
0: i, ne- I never like peas, right i mean my mom always liked peas and we grew them in the garden you know i, I grew up in wisconsin we had a pretty big garden actually So we always had, like, you know, my mom canned beans, and, you know, we did that whole thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I never liked peas. She just never liked them. And one day, Mom was gone. I don't know why, Uh, but Dad was feeding us dinner, and Mom made pea soup. And I hate peas, right? And this stuff literally made me gag. And so Dad's like, well, you got to eat a half bowl of this pea soup. And I swear, I still swear to this day, even though my dad thinks I'm full of crap, that I accidentally knocked it over. (laughs) So I knocked a half bowl of pea soup. So guess what I got? Got a, a th- full bowl of pea soup. yeah there so you go. I,
1: good dad good I on still, you dad
0: i still have like a contempt for pea soup like i like the, the like the like those little ones that like come in the shells like they're just fresh you just like eat them in the whole pot and everything but yeah i'm not a. i'm not <laughs> I can't get away from the food thing today i'm not it's just like it looks like vomit to me it just looks like like the exorcist
1: oh it tastes so good though man you get the pea soup with the bacon in it and stuff oh good good stuff split pea soup yeah and it, Split pea soup.
0: Yeah. I, just this. I don't even remember what we were talking about now.
1: Well, we just we just played the chat, so we got some Aussie nonsense in there. Um,
0: there you Vegemite. pro-Vegemite? I'm not. I think it sucks. Oh, you've had it? <laughs> Actually, I don't know if I have or
1: not. <laughs> see, I don't think you have, because I think if you had, you'd remember it. Um, see, in England, we have so, Marmite. We don't have that. Vegemite. We have Marmite. And um, it's one of those things that you either love or you hate. Mm. and i love it it's uh super salty it's uh what it's made of yeast i believe right and it's a thick black paste (laughs) but it's great it's great on crackers it's amazing love it sounds lovely yeah it is it's damn good Mm. Hmm. so tom you talked about yes. flat, black, and circular before. So, uh, what do you tell us about some yeah. of the some of the records that you've bought recently? Let's get this back on a punk rock kind of kind of way.
0: Okay, there's nothing more punk rock than when I go antiquing with my wife. So let's let's <laughs> talk about that. <those. laughs> uh,
1: look, you know, at, looking we, for Meatloaf when, albums, I believe, right? Yeah.
0: When we well, I mean, I mean, I, I like the Meatloaf album, but there's really only the one. The yeah. rest of them are just just filler. Well, he keeps making the uh,
1: fucking things, though, doesn't he? Yeah, I think
0: they're like on "Bad Out of Hell" part sixty nine now or something. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny, Neil. You know, we, you and I were having a private conversation with our pal Jake, who uh, we'll figure out a way to work him into one of these shows at some point. He played drums for a bunch of bands and pretty well traveled as a as a musician. But he uh, he was. Uh, we asked. I asked him just, "Hey, what should we do another show on Jake? The next couple shows is just going to be Neil and I. What should we do?" And he said, "Is it too soon for another dirty show?" yeah so that seems to be to very popular that. yeah maybe number 89 or whatever 99 or something i don't know we'll see but anyway but yeah so yeah so it's funny because so we've been you know we've been we haven't really been able to we've been trying to do some little bit of social stuff but like last saturday yeah we went to this just ginormous old factory that had been converted into like an antiques place and i did find some cool stuff i found
1: uh whereabouts was that the place big,
0: What's that? Whereabouts was it?
1: What what time was that? At? It, was, it was just south of downtown GR. Oh okay okay cool.
0: Um but yeah I, I actually I I found and then I went to a record store uh, at one point and I bought that I bought that Smogtown album Ah domestic violence. Yeah. Bom- yep on like Gunmetal Gray or something so that was real cool. I've actually been doing quite a bit of shopping. It's like that's all I can do. So our our local my local record store that I usually go to has been open. So my daughter and I went last Sunday. I've been just, you know, picking up a thing here or there. I picked up that double eat, that the eat, mm-hmm. double, double P. Um, but the the real cool one, I found, so, you know, you dig through tons of garbage records to find one thing that's good. That's true. But I'm digging through, like, all these, like, Bob Seger records and stuff like that, and I found a copy
1: of the first Ultraman record, who you said you didn't really know who they were, right? No, I've never heard of them, no. Ultraman, no. heard of Ultravox, but not Ultraman.
0: <clears throat> well, I, I assume they stole their name from, like, the old comic Comic book character, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm familiar with that. They're from St. Louis. They're real cool. Like at this point, I think it's just like the original singer. But they were kind of like one of those late '80s sort of punk hardcore bands. Yeah, from St. Louis. You know what? As a matter of fact, I might actually have to call an audible. No, I can't because I already committed to the other song. But I was gonna say I should play it. But you know what? Next time we don't have a theme, or I can work one in. I'll play an Ultraman song. They're real cool. That's cool. But I found an original copy from 88 on Blue Vinyl. The record is pretty nice. A little bit of noise on it. But
1: is that the I got album good, good, Freezing Inside? Is that that one? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I actually have to get a cleaner. If I, I, it's time. I've been buying enough of these older records. I'm going to have to get some kind of a decent cleaning system or something. Yeah. Try to get some of the snap, crackle, and pop. But, uh, Rice Krispies. But yeah, I've been buying a fair amount of stuff. I haven't really been discogging. discogging
1: but hold yeah, on a sec team. but but hold on you had about six discogs things that you were waiting months for right so i'm you, i think you said all all of those showed up at last right well
0: i had, I had stuff from pro rock which was the queers uh jason's 10 inch which mm-hmm. i really like maybe i'll share my download code with you on that if you want to if you want to check it out okay um cool like that quite a bit i got that other queer seven inch i think you got that one too which is a split with a band called the two tens or one tens or something like that yeah I had never heard before actually, but I like their songs a lot. You, have you Have you spun that?
1: I haven't. I haven't. That's the one with. Is that the one with what's his name? Uh, the cat on the cover. Yeah,
0: that's like the Queers guy. That's yeah. like their logo. You should check that out though. That I, I think. I mean, I think you'll like the Queers tracks, but I think you'll like the uh, the band on the B side too. They're only a two piece, but they're really cool. I, I really like those songs. Good. I, I think it's right up your alley. So check them out. Give well, that thing so, a spin.
1: That's Sylvester the cat, Take it, like, isn't five it? What's is that? It? That's Sylvester the cat, isn't it?
0: Uh, maybe some variation on that, or like that cat, who's that, that crumb or whatever that used to do those, like, dirty comics?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know the guy you're talking that's about,
0: That's yeah. this type of stuff. But I actually don't know, that's funny, you know, if we, we, when we finally get Joe back on, when they, when they does this, when they finally get the split together on failure, if hopefully we get Joe back on, I'll have to ask him about that. I'm not exactly sure. About them ripping off artwork?
1: <laughs> well, it's definitely
0: in the grand tradition, punk tradition of stealing, Art, you know, yeah, um, but it's, but you know, the greatest, the greatest thief of all for art is probably Glenn Danzig. Um, and, and because like that Misfits skull, is from an old like 40s serial, you know the the, the Crimson Ghost skull. Crimson
1: Ghost, yeah, yeah, yeah. yep, for sure.
0: So the, the name of the series that it's it's from is the Crimson Ghost. It's actually quite fun. Like at Halloween, I'll put it on when those sound. Sometimes it's actually a lot of fun to watch, but hmm. it's it's like four hours long. It's like those uh like the serials that they used to show before the movies back in the olden days they mm-hmm. have like a 10 or 15 minute clip but anyway so he stole that and the then old like the the,
1: hold on hold on the olden days what are we going back to the 1850s <laughs>
0: before your day <laughs>
1: yeah so was gonna say okay. when i when i was going to the movies in the 60s they used to do that They used to Did show the, the shorts what really yeah i guess i didn't know that See, when I went to, when I was going to movies when I was a kid, yeah, and they had, they'd have the woman come with the ice creams around her neck at uh, in the intermission. They'd have an intermission in the movies, and the woman would come down with like ice creams and drinks and stuff like that. And you'd go up and buy a little ice cream and go back to your seat and watch from the, the woman,
0: like not from the box office?
1: No, she was a, she was a, what would you, I don't even know what you would call her. Um, I don't know, but that was her job. She had this little tray around her neck. And, uh yeah, she would have chalk ices and drinks and ice creams and stuff, and you'd go down there and get that and go back and watch the Doctor Who movie or whatever the hell it was you were there watching. Yeah. Hmm. The good old days. The good old days. When people actually went outside and went to movies and such. So I'm
0: trying to think what else I got, Neil. So I got the Ultraman record, and then I got the... um, I got the... uh Smogtown record. I bought. I got some metal. I know which you don't care about. And I think I even got like some '80s stuff because I've been kind of building on my like '80s collection from like my favorite records when I was like 12 years old.
2: Sure, but I get somebody.
0: That. But man, it's it, the, the prices are. Uh... Especially you know, it's it's a mix between people who just throw everything in a box. It's like everything in this box, a dollar, and you dig through it, you might find a couple things, you're like, Wow, that's really great. I'm glad I found this for a dollar. And other people are like want like fourteen dollars for a Night Ranger album or something, you know.
1: Oh, you are talking about at the uh at the, the place just you went at
0: the just everywhere sells used records. You know, yeah. we've talked about this before. The internet's kind of ruined it. Everybody thinks all their stuff's I mean, just these beat up seventies records, you know, no, I hate. I I just wish the person who was actually selling them was on site and be like, nobody's paying fifteen dollars for this beat up Kansas record, you know? Yep.
1: No, it's true, dude. It's true. And and talking about that same thing, I mean, discogs is a different kind of thing, but oftentimes it 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 blows my mind. So you'll say like, um, so you'll be looking for like Ramones, uh, Mondo Bizarro, right?
0: Yeah. Very few, very few American copies on vinyl. But
1: you'll see like five people who have it for like $100, $110, yeah. $120, right? And then there'll be the one guy at the end who will say, perfect copy, $2,000. <laughs> it's like yeah. a fucking mental. Are you not looking but, at what everybody else is charging and you think someone is going to spend $2,000 on yours? But I,
0: I guess you just throw that out there and if somebody does buy it, then, you know.
1: No, but I could see doing that if, you, if it was the only one. But when there's, like, five other choices that are all reasonable, and then yours is, like, way out of whack. Um, So that bugs me. And then, you know something else that bugs me? The people Mm. that, say, make an offer.
0: And then they won't take your offer. And
1: then you make an offer, and it's like they're completely fucking offended. And they like refuse immediately, even though your offer was a decent one. They might've been wanting 20. But, but you year.
0: don't know, but, but you're, you're, you're projecting too much because you don't know if they might've said there, uh, uh it's just not quite enough. You
1: know, you don't, I mean,
0: you always assume that they're like, oh, screw this guy, but you don't know that they're doing that. No, you know, but you
1: I, don't. but, but I don't passively underbid. It's not like they want 20 and I offer two, you know, they yeah. might want 20 and I offer 16 because I figure the $4 of shipping makes it 20 Sure. and no immediately. It's like, well, why do you put make an offer then? just put your price it's it's crazy because because
0: you get these semi-rare records so so my my local record store is not a gouger at all i mean the prices are really prices are really competitive really fair i mean he's he's making a little bit of money and he sometimes i think knock you know give me he gives me a better gives me a knocks off a buck or two you know it's Mm -hmm. just it's a good it's a good relationship I've i've been buying stuff from the guy for 30 years it's cool but, you know, I, so I found, so this is, once again, this is off your radar, but I bought a, I bought a Sacred Reich record. I think it was the first Sacred Reich record from, like, 87. They're a, a thrash metal band from Arizona. Okay. And uh, I bought this record. It was one of 200. It was a limited edition. It was, like, this gunmetal gray kind of thing again. Real cool record. I like the record. I You know, I bought it. I brought it home. I look it up on discount. You know, I paid, like, $19 for it or something. You know, mm-hmm. normal normal price for a new record. And I go home and look it up, and they're all like going for like forty bucks. Hmm. You know, see, so but of course, much like yourself, I never sell anything, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> it doesn't really matter what things are going for.
4: I guess that's true. They're Only worth yeah. money
0: if you're willing to part with them, right?
1: Yeah, I get. I mean, it's nice to it's nice to talk about though, right? Say, you know, I got well, this that's for nice six hundred bucks. You know,
0: well, it's nice to buy something for a fair price and then go. Oh, you know, that's I got a good price on that. Right. It sucks when you're like. So, so for another example, so so the singer of the Stranglers,
1: yes, Hugh Cornwall, yeah, well the old singer, Hugh yeah.
0: Cornwall. So I was at this big kind of antiques collectibles place. We've been doing this almost every weekend. Like this is our entertainment. Like it's just like something to do, you know. So we've been going to a few different places around Gr, because we always go to these places when we're on the road. Like as tourists, but we never really go to the places around GR. So we've been going to some places around GR just for our Saturday afternoon. My wife was looking for some end tables. I'm looking through the records, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, I found the the first Hugh Cornwall solo album. Okay. Really, really nice condition. It's called The Wolf or something like that. Yeah, I'm not familiar. Maybe. Anyway, it's in really, really nice condition. It's a cutout. It's got a slight, slight slit on it, but yeah. I don't really. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. But it was like three dollars i'm like wow i actually was gonna take a picture and send it to you i figured oh this is right up neil's alley you on discogs they go for three dollars
2: <laughs> <You know? laughs>
0: it's just not a just not a desirable so once in a while you'll think you really got something and then you know like an older record like an 80s record 70s record it's in halfway decent shape that's something i grew up listening to huey lewis or something like that i'm i'm more than happy to pay like five five-ish dollars for but I'm not gonna pay like fifteen dollars for some beat up piece of crap '80s record, you know? Yeah. I'm just not doing it. I could buy a new good punk record for eighteen, you know? So, anyway. Rant, so what, rant over. When but you I've been w- buying a ton of I've been buying a ton of stuff, man, and I did get all that stuff that I ordered before Christmas. I got I got a huge pile of stuff from Rad Girlfriend that I would ordered when they did their big sale. You know, I just I just Got a huge pile of stuff. Most of it I've already talked about, so I won't necessarily do it again. But I've been record shopping almost every weekend, either at a record store or just, you know, hanging out with my wife. So it's been good. It's been I good. Love, it I, sane.
1: I love Josh, but, man, um, he must have done something to upset somebody in the post office. Because how long did that Red Girlfriend stuff take to get to you?
0: Well, yeah, the pressing plan obviously got held up. Because, well, what it was, when I placed my order, I ordered one thing that was a pre-order. Okay. So it held. So it held the whole order up until that stuff. Carried. What was that? So I'm, I'm, it was the split with. Uh, it was that Reaganomics split.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, It was,
0: yeah, the, yeah. It yeah. was the raging nation, which is a real cool color variant of vinyl and he threw in a couple extra things he took care of me i'm not i'm not complaining to josh at all
1: no no Matter I, fact,
0: I, I was just it they, was just weird how long it took yeah they've announced it now so they actually believe it or not the raging nathan's got another full length ready to go
1: yeah i read that yeah and they said Which it's gonna be the last out one. really soon yeah. so
0: i think we'll try to uh get josh back on to talk about that so yeah
1: that'll be cool yeah he's a good so because
0: last time because la- if you remember last time we, talk, we talked we talked he said you know I, I love talking about my label stuff but he but he said wouldn't mind doing just like a raging nathan's show so so we'll see if we can make that happen here in the next i don't know when i'm not gonna give a time frame because time doesn't exist in the era of covid just like we do whatever we can do
1: so yeah and and actually we should talk about that a second because they're already starting to cancel stuff from 2021 right punk rock bowling just got well not canceled we got moved right
0: (laughs) yeah and and I, i i gotta tell you i don't think it's realistic yeah I, I, I see they moved it and I appreciate them keeping hope alive and I hope they can pull it off. Honestly, it's that's doable for me going to Las Vegas in the fall. You well, know, okay. I I, I, Which, I would love to I, I could make that happen. My wife would go with me. She could sit by the pool. I could go drink beers with all the other losers. But um i I just doubt it'll happen
1: which one would you prefer would you prefer that one or uh because we've been invited down to fest by my buddy mark um just to to stay with him in Gainesville? i
0: I think i think either both will happen or i think either both will happen or neither will happen
1: well knowing how open florida is i could actually see fest happening assuming the bands assuming the bands will do it
0: but the thing with all these big festivals and the real tragedy of them not having these festivals is that bands tour around these festivals. These are the type of festivals that I think make a whole tour profitable. Mm-hmm. So if you take those off the table, plus the fact that you know every state's slightly different. So okay, so if you get down the East Coast, like the bands that are going down to fest. If you get down to maybe. South of Virginia, you get to, what, North Carolina or whatever? Maybe yep. all those states you can kind of tour through. But there's still large chunks of the country that you can't tour through. Like, if you're a Michigan band, man, where are you going to go? I mean, I guess you because a lot of Michigan bands do play fast. It's almost, you know, Florida's straight down almost. But, um, I mean, I guess you could play Indiana. You know, I just don't know. It, with, with every state being different, I, I think it's going to be a nightmare to do a real tour and these festivals without the festivals going on i don't know i I just you know last year one of the big tours we missed was like sloppy seconds i was all bummed out about it okay cool we'll reschedule for 2021 i think it's gonna be next year yeah and even then you know and now we got this super strain of covid or whatever i i I don't know dude i think we got that from the uk thank
1: you I'm i'm calling bullshit on all that I am. Yeah, the I, super well, strains. I mean, this shit happens all the time. Flu changes every year. That shit changes every. I mean, so that yeah, was that you, was going to happen. Absolutely
0: right. You know, they've known about the coronavirus for like a hundred years or something, right? I mean, it's yeah. like a. Yeah, I, 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 at some point, man. I I know it's a sensitive situation, man. People got. People have relatives that are susceptible people are you know elderly parents elderly grandparents maybe you got a loved one with diabetes i understand it's a very tricky situation but i are we you know it's probably not go gonna go away are it's we not. gonna just you're right it's not are we it's gonna, gonna be gonna around shut down the, yeah are we gonna shut down the country forever i mean we can't steal enough for the rich to make that work <laughs> you know it just doesn't it i just don't know i don't i don't know Neil. i don't i don't I don't pretend to see the future, but uh I don't know.
1: Well, how I don't do we think go I, down I that one.
0: Cha- I don't think a change of president's going to matter. I don't think a lot of this stuff's going to matter. I just I just I don't know. We'll
1: see. Hey buddy, we'll why what, what do you play another song? Now I'm all bummed out, dude. I know. I don't know how quite how we went down that COVID rabbit hole, but there you go. Um come well, on, and it's it's just yeah, it's it's uh yeah, Anyway, oh, cuz we're talking about the festivals. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, in my in my opinion, I don't think we're going to see any this year. Um,
1: I think I think we'll see Fest. I think Fest will happen.
0: You think so? I, I do. hope I'm wrong. There's a, there's a metal one that our pal Matt goes to every year. That's sort of on my radar. That's like a camping one in southern Illinois, like that to me. Like that maybe has a chance. Fest. You know, I I don't know. I think the people who run Fest are more likely to err on the side of caution. That's why I don't. And the same with Punk Rock Bowling. And, and, which is not to say that the other ones that will go forward are run by Yahoos, but maybe they are. I don't know. But I just think, you know, people's the, the, the people who run the festival's attitude is going to, you know, have a lot to do with it.
1: Now, the question and will once, be, yeah. though, the question will be, yeah. so they might decide that Fast or whatever goes ahead, but the question will be which bands will play it. Because some bands are yeah. probably you're right. Some bands will probably cancel. I won't be able to make it. No one from... Europe Nobody will probably was... be able to make it, so, you know, it might and be I a don't, different don't lineup. Think, I
0: think, and the fact of the matter is, if the majority of the bands don't think it's safe yet, it's not going to happen. That's it.
1: Yeah, because
0: but... there's a lot of peer pressure with this COVID stuff, no question about it, you know. For better or worse, you know, sometimes good, sometimes bad. There's a lot of peer pressure. At and that was so.
1: the exploited, goddammit.
0: Yeah, the exploited will come and play, and then Waddy, they'll cancel anyway. they um,
1: so <laughs> to make fun of Waddy's heart and, problems.
0: <laughs> I like, lo- you know, I don't have an issue with the exploiter for the most part. I mean, some of their music's pretty bad, but but a lot of it's pretty good. Their '80s stuff is pretty good, anyway. All right, let's, um, let's. I'm gonna play one more song. Yes, sir. So we, we've, you know, we've sort of slagged on this band, but I generally like this band, right? The Faction. Yep. The Steve Steve Caballero, the professional skater, who, like I said, Carl reminded us played bass on the first. EP and then played rhythm guitar later on. Um, one of those bands that I thought had a lot of good songs, but I just didn't think they necessarily had a, a great album. Uh, just great individual songs, and this is definitely one of my favorites by them. And it was uh, this song was uh, actually like an answer to the suicidal tendency song institutionalized.
1: Yes, which well, sure wanted was gonna... a Pepsi. All he wanted was a Pepsi. Yep. Was a
0: Pepsi. So this is, uh, let's play faction. Let's go get cokes. <laughs>
3: the crew But first we stop The boys on through They want through Now They're race The way and town And now it goes by I start to laugh I laugh Around Let's go get close Cause anything else will make me 7-11 are the best I will settle for anything less I will stand for anything less and less Go get Cokes, anything else will make me choke I will settle for anything less I will stand for anything less take What you want, it's okay But I'll take Cokes any time of the day Hey Mac, you want a see? So from the food second to none Treat those leaders and go have fun Go have fun Fine, let's go get Cokes Anything else will make me choke Some 11 cups, they are the best I won't settle for anything less I won't stand for anything less and less Go get Cokes Anything else will make me choke I won't settle for anything less I won't stand for anything Let's go!
1: faction with let's go get cokes and that was off this everything that was also be a joke. joke yes everything else would be a joke um that was off the second release which was uh second album called dark room even though it was more like an ep because it was only like six songs i believe um i think all the faction
0: studio recordings are available from our pals at beer city so go check that out if you yeah, want
1: getting back to carl's email earlier he's c- quite correct if you were a skater like i was, yeah, I'd say is. I was, um, in the mid '80s. Any skate band, you would f- feel almost forced that you had to buy it. So when I saw the Faction had a single, um, in the first EP in '83, yesterday is gone, and then the first album was No Hidden Messages, and I f- felt like I had to buy both of those, and I bought both of those in '83, and both of those are actually worth decent money now, um, the first press of that first album. Um it's like a hundred bucks or something like that, the first album. But uh the big the big favorite one back then was the song Um Shit, what the hell was it? Uh it was an anti BMX song. Skate and Destroy. Hmm. Skate and Destroy was the, was, the, oh, yeah. was the big one for the skaters anyway, because it was, yeah, we all hated BMX guys. So it was, uh, yeah, Skate and Destroy. But Willie really wasn't very good. They have a really embarrassing song on it called Why Save the Whales, which is almost... Oh, see, I, like, see, I don't mind that song, actually.
0: I think it's oh, kind of funny.
1: dude, they have a song on there called Fast Food Diet. We could have done that one.
0: There
1: you go. <laughs> but anyway, go, let's go get Cokes. Yeah. But the, I
0: love I love that song, Let's Go Get Cokes. I think it's a great song. I yeah, love my... their cover of... Uh... Their cover of the Mama and Papa's California Dream is a great song too. My uh,
1: my, my buddy Randy that I did skating in Annoy with, he was a huge yep. Faction fan and he was also a huge Coke fan. So he used to hate Pepsi and love Coke, which I could never understand because to me they were both pretty much two flavors of the same thing. But you know,
0: and also cocaine.
1: Uh, back in the day, right? The original day, yeah.
0: Keep you skating all night. All right. So, Thomas, so... you haven't you
1: haven't asked me what I've bought recently.
0: What have you what have you bought recently, Neil? Been, I was actually gonna go a totally different direction, but why don't you tell me what you bought?
1: I've been terrible, I have to say. This this fucking staying in and w- with the weather and it's just been bad I, ha- I have so. to
0: don't let don't let the brevity of my I really have to I mean I I I probably bought like 30 records in the last 2 months.
1: Yeah. I mean just um,
0: just insane amounts. I and like I said we talked about most of them but yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: So if I'm feeling depressed or something at night I'll go on Discogs and then I'll just buy stuff, right? So it's it's been bad, but uh I you know what? I can rationalize it by I'm not going out to bars twice a week so, you know, I might drop a 100 bucks there, so, you know, if I'm buying some records, big deal, right? So um I bought let's see the okay so the you know I love Tiger Army. Uh yep. their first EP or the first single came out 7 inch in 97. And it was I think it was a limited run of like 500 copies or something like that on a very small label. And that goes for big money, but I actually did buy it. It was from a sky in Germany. And it took about five weeks to get here, which Batchlight wasn't too bad, right? And uh, so I got yeah the first Tiger Army signal, which is called Temptation, seven inch. And they also put out a ten inch a few years later, called the Early Years EP on clear vinyl, and I actually bought that too. So I got uh, I got two Tiger Army things.
0: Like like same order at least, so like your eighteen dollars shipping got you two records or no? No
1: difference. So the the te- the. Well, the ten inch was from a guy in the states, so that wasn't too bad. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the one from the Jeremy. beloved,
0: the beloved ten inch format, one of my favorites.
1: I, uh, you know what? Now, now that I have, ru- oh, that's another thing. I got, I got some shel, I got more shelving, so I can actually have my albums out again right now. Because I had started to have them stacked up because my old shelving was completely full. So that was the thing I got for my birthday, actually. So how many, how many ten inches?
0: How many ten inches you have?
1: Probably about twenty.
0: Okay, I have about. I think I have about a dozen. Yeah. But I've sort of like been fixated on. Like, I'm sure I'm gonna add some more.
1: Well, the funny thing is, so I'll back, probably,
0: have, I'll back, probably have to buy like I'll probably end up buying like a fifty pack of sleeves, and I'll bring you ten next time.
1: Yeah, back in the day, the ten, the ten, the, 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 the ten inch was a big deal back in the day, right in the fifties, right? That was what a lot of stuff came out on ten inch. It's a nice
0: length, honestly, because it's like that. oh, 10 minutes aside. Yeah.
1: Like I know a lot just, of the early like Frank Sinatra like, stuff came out on ten inch.
0: Yeah. Well, you're talking like seventy eight those are all 10 inch uh-uh. 78 was big 10 inch
1: no i'm just talking my about regular turns, stuff yeah
0: my turntable won't play 78
1: yeah you but, have to get a special turntable to play 78 yeah oh, um so anyway i got oh. the, i got the two tiger army singles i got the first doggy style single which was called workers <laughs> one i don't know if you're familiar with doggy style but they were a kind or... of no they were American from the west coast Oh, like a okay. skate, like no. a, like a skate punk band from the mid '80s. Actually, Mick Wilson was supposed to play play with them at our house, uh, but they cancelled at the last minute. So I've actually got some flyers they, still for Doggy Style.
0: They cancelled last minute after they heard you guys.
1: No, they were on the, they were on the, they were on a, a full tour, so uh, we we, we had just been the stop in the Midwest. So, but they uh, they cancelled. Yeah, because I, I think I told you before I was pen pals with those those guys. So, okay. um, then after. Uh, One of our last shows, um, I played the Black Halos, so I went and bought some Black Halos vinyl. Um, Then after we had Roxy Epoxy on, I didn't have the second Epoxy's album, Stop the Future. I didn't have that on vinyl. That was the uh, Fat Wreck one. That was. Yeah. Yeah. So I got that. And then just yesterday, I bought a... I got some cheap stuff. I got a Blasters album and a Blondie album and the first X album. I actually got... Hmm three of those from the same place for a really good price and shipping is Mm. good too. So, yeah. So I've bought a lot of stuff, but it's just like, I'll be perusing at night and I'll be bored and kind of bummed out. And then, you know, yeah, makes it, we gotta, we gotta
0: go back. You gotta gotta go back to the stores, man. I, I, I want to come down with you to go shopping. I want you to come up here. Now every, pretty much everything's open retail wise. So,
1: Oh, the one, Oh, the other thing I wanted to mention was somehow I got onto this record label called deadbeat records. I don't remember what led me to that. And uh, I think it was maybe Electric Frankenstein. Uh, Maybe that's what Mm. it was. But uh, anyway, I was on this site, Deadbeat Records, and they had a whole bunch of stuff I'd never heard of before. And I ended up buying like three albums from them because they were all on sale for like 15 bucks. Um, And I got an album by a Chicago band called the Poison Boys. Who were like a heard of them. yeah, they're like a New York Dolls, like Johnny Thunder's No yes. Heartbreakers kind of thing. They're actually really, really good. I really liked. That was the best thing I bought. Um, then another band called Trash Culture who were from England. Who uh, they're, they're pretty good too. And then I got Electric Frankenstein album on this really funky colored vinyl. So um,
0: which which album?
1: Um, I think it's a compilation.
0: Okay, what's it called? Do you remember? Uh, Do you remember? I
1: don't remember.
0: I like I like Electric Frankenstein a lot. I yeah. Think- I could see them being in your ballpark too. I mean, it's definitely rock and roll.
1: Yeah, it was all everything I got was rock and roll. And that was one of the things. So Deadbeat, they say like they basically because they do reviews on their site, right? And they'll be like, "Oh, sounds like the Dead Boys." So that's all they have to say for me because then I'll immediately buy it. <laughs> So so I bought I bought yeah, three no. albums I'd never by bands I'd never heard of before. Well, Electric Frankenstein I had, but um sure. stuff I'd never heard before and uh, I was happy with it, especially the Poison Boys from Chicago. So mm. if they play local, I'm going to be there because they were they're good. Cool. They're really good, yeah. Cool. So anyway, I'm sorry I I interrupted
0: you. No, no, you're all you're all good. I uh I remember.
1: Okay. Well, Probably. you said you, you've said before you were going to go in a different direction when I said about me buying stuff.
0: Oh, I don't even remember what I was going to say. So <laughs>
1: okay, because we were talking about. Oh discs. no, no,
0: I know what I was going to ask you to say, but I'm going to save it for another time. But okay, I, I want to talk about as skater the how the music changed and what skaters listening to. So we'll okay. do that at a different time. Okay. The last thing so. I want to
1: talk. The last thing I want to mention today is in a early show. I mean, shit, it was early in COVID, I think. Oh shit! Thank you, cat, knocked my beer over. Um, now she's got beer all over herself.
0: Um, so. Cat that you you're friends with a guy who knows how to take care of cats and she better be on her best behavior. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'll true. I'll take her. Walk yeah, in the don't woods. knock
1: my beer over, Ivy he, <laughs> troublemaker. Um, so in one of a, I think early on in COVID, right? Didn't we have a show where we talked about uh, like the online streaming thing where bands were streaming live concerts and stuff?
2: Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah.
1: So at least back then, I think it was a Dropkick Murphys we and a couple.
0: You go... didn't know this thing was gonna be eleven months or what? Right, <laughs> you know, right. So. Uh,
1: so I think the first one was like the Dropkick Murphys, and there was a couple of other ones we talked about, right? Yeah. But now, how do you feel about this new thing? Well, bands are doing that, but they're also making you buy tickets.
0: Yeah. Uh, and a lot of them are willing to, like, I've, I've seen a few of them come through on Punk News where I could potentially watch them for free or whatever, but I, 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 it's just not for me still.
1: Well, right. It's, I don't, not, I don't. It's, it's not for me, and especially I have to pay for the for the... Privilege of doing that. I mean, I know the bands are hard up for money. I get that. Yes. But come yeah. up, come up with something different. Do it like a cool T-shirt or something like that.
0: Don't well, some of you do. A lot of you do combinations. Like you buy buy the T-shirt and the and the link or whatever. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not. The, I'm not quite there yet. Um, as far as buying all these things. Like I said, I've watched a couple, and I, I don't know, man. I. I a lot of people seem to like it, but I think that younger crowd is so much more adaptable and they're so much, used, so much more used to everything being online because they live online, they play video games online, they do everything online, they've gone to school online. But for those of us who are used to touching things and smelling things, it's going to be a real tough adjustment and one that I don't know that I'll ever make, so... Have you paid for any of them? Oh
1: fuck no! Um, I tell you, I would what I would much rather do. Yeah, online is fine, but I would much rather go to YouTube and watch a live performance from a in front of a real crowd because there is plenty of those too out there, right? So, like I put yeah, that yeah, Epoxies one up on our, I put that Epoxies one up on our site, and that actually gives you a taste of what it's really like to see them live rather than sterile actually, playing in front of nobody.
0: Actually, last year did a couple of what I called retro live reviews where I went back and wrote about a show that i seen 25 years ago or 30 years ago hmm. the best I could because most of them, two of the three I think I did, there was actually pretty good video of.
2: Mm-hmm. That's, That's cool. There that
0: was a like, full video of. The other one was, you know, one of these self-shot kind of things, but it was okay, and most of it was available on YouTube, so I could get a pretty good feel for it. And the other one was actually the uh, Ramon's Social D gig, which I remember pretty well, but there's no... I could find some footage from that era, but I couldn't find the actual show I was at. The other two I could actually find pretty good footage of the shows I was at. So, yeah, that's cool. Some people really seem to enjoy those. They really generate a lot of conversation. Some people were kind of dicks about them, so I, I don't know. I only did those three. I probably would have done more if it wasn't for the trolls. But
1: I was going to say that I remember some, there was some complete dickhead that was like, "Did he? Did he? Did he, did he correct you, or was he just upset he was that you didn't?"
0: With the fact that I gave the Michael Graves Misfits show such a good review i think but it was really good i mean i was a young guy i was a young guy it was half in the bag it was great what am i gonna tell you i mean it was the experience i wrote about the entire experience and how they were like jerry and doyle were like set up a weight bench were like lifting weights like in the club it was bizarre (laughs) it was a it was a bizarre show and about how mad ball was double booked. And and little Freddie Madball was calling them faggots from the stage and stuff. I mean, it was, it was a really interesting experience and it was like, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I'm not right. saying it was like the greatest show ever, but it was just a great, great, fun, crazy show, you know?
1: Of course. Yeah. So yeah, I remember anyway. that. I remember that guy being a dickhead too. Yeah. I think I called him out on it actually on the, on so the he, site.
0: He kind of backed down later and that's fine. Whatever, whatever, man. I, but this, you know, we talked about this too. We actually did have a show about this, about this idea that, well, if you put something out there on the internet, then you're basically saying be a dick to me. And I'm like, well, do we really need that? I mean, this year's been tough enough. Why are we why are we going our way to be dicks to each other? I mean, just just go on the New York Times comment section on Facebook and make you lose all hope in humanity. You
1: know? Yeah, that's true enough, man. That's
0: very true. I th- but it's you know, because I, you know, we're in a couple of these groups. I know you and I are in a couple of these groups, and. One of them that's really active is like the Dummy Room group, and I really enjoy it. And it's it's been a lot of fun, and it's really been the opposite. Like everybody's having fun, everybody's kind of you know, what I mean, just posting all these old memories and stuff. And it's you know, it's, it is so there's there's some fun to that too. In that you know the the punk Tide, uh,
1: Punk's not dead. Punk's
0: not dead. Yeah. But but I'm not... Our off group has a lot of fun older post stuff, and even that that pop punk shitheads that both of us are in. It's it's a fun... You know, It's it's been pretty fun, so... And there's been a couple that just kind of were right in my wheelhouse, and I've actually been interacting with people online, which is not my favorite thing to do, but I've been doing it a little bit, and actually sort of enjoying it, so... Anyway.
2: Cool.
0: Punk Till I Die podcast at Facebook. On Facebook. At Facebook. On Facebook. And... Yep. Punk Till I Die seventy seven at Gmail. I've actually had to send out some stickers lately, and uh, I do still have some. So if somebody, if people want some more stickers, and uh, send uh, send us a note, send us an email, or send us a note on Facebook, I'll try to get those out. I if and if if you wrote in a long time ago and you haven't got them yet, I haven't sent them. So write in again.
2: Yeah, um,
1: we're we're also on Instagram. Just look up Pink Punk Till I Die on Instagram, and we're there now. Admittedly, we've had actually a couple people have written in. And I must admit I don't look at that site as much as I should, so I will reply to you people that have written in. I apologize for not doing that. Um I will write back and yes, I think one guy had a band he wanted to maybe us to play and I'll be happy to do that when we do on next <laughs> listeners bands. <laughs>
0: We actually have quite a few of those submissions now. We probably have enough. We could do another listener submission, so so that's yeah. probably something we will work on here. And the yeah, because, could. like I said, it's just going to be because of my work schedule. It's just going to be the two of us for at least a couple episodes. So yep. that actually might be something we could work on. So if yep. we're if we're not feeling lazy, because those ones are actually a little bit of work on our end. And listen, we're not looking <laughs> even, for action, even
1: though you not wouldn't really. know it from listening to today's episode, <laughs> yeah, see, like we have
0: jobs. We're not looking for another job. We just want to talk to you guys about arby's roast beef sandwiches and spicy chicken sandwiches and maybe play a couple tunes so hey,
1: it's, hey, i tell you well look looking back i wouldn't mind actually working at the restaurant again if the money was a bit better because that, uh, not worrying about <laughs> it on the weekends would be all right
2: there you go yeah. there you go all right oh, I, have so,
1: one, I have one more song to play i think okay so you played the eat earlier on and that, what made me think of the show was you played The Eat, and I was like, well, I could play the old 77 British punk band Eater. Um, are you familiar with them, Tom? Do you know Eater?
0: Nope. It's like kids, right? Like, I, I, I have a CD somewhere that's like the best of Eater or all of Eater. It might be called all of Eater or something. It's just like they're, because they didn't record that much. No, they but had an they, album.
1: Like... And uh, they yeah. had an album and like three, uh, four or five singles, yeah. Aren't they like 14 years old or something, though? I think the drummer Degenerate I think was like 13 years old. I think they played. So they had a hard time playing at bars and stuff because the guy was so young. But yeah. um, So, but I I liked it. I mean, the album, um, which was called The Album, uh, funnily enough. It wasn't great. It probably had like four covers on it because they didn't have that many songs. (laughs) Uh, But uh, I'm going to play their first single, which was called Outside View. And this is recorded in 1977. So this is uh, Eater with Outside View. Eater with uh, Outside View. Like I say, it was their first single. Um, and they, let's see, they had one, two, three, four. I think they had like four or five singles total and one album. And now they've done compilations and stuff. I'm sure, yeah. Like you were saying, you've you got a compilation or something. So, But, yeah. I think one right. of them wrote a well, book listen, as well. Man. I think one of them wrote a book, believe it or not. So, All right. Well,
2: yeah.
0: listen, it's been fun. Yes. Yeah, so, talking about ow. food. and Ow so
2: yeah
0: thanks thanks everybody for listening and we'll uh, I'm sure you'll be hearing from us again soon
1: yes we will talk to you all soon and uh, yeah stay free keep a little mark in your heart what else have you got to say Tom give us give us something you can say on the lead out nothing okay
0: what did our friend Carl say keep a little mark in your heart suck it
1: suck it yeah there you go yeah thank you fuck you bye <laughs> bye everybody exactly bye <laughs>
3: Yeah. Like-